Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. making sure you can hear me and see me okay. Just let me know. Throw a chat in there. Tell me where you're from, where you're uh, streaming from or watching from, whether it be YouTube or Facebook or wherever, and say hello, and we'll go ahead and get started. Now, I'm going to repeat myself a couple of times here until everybody shows up, but Remember, I'm going to be going live again on Wednesday, and then I'm going live again on Friday, although I won't be here. I'm going to pre-record something for you because I'm already going to be traveling for Easter weekend by then. Hey, Michael. Hey, Tom. Hey, Arno. And already an apology for those of you that normally wait for the Monday guitar motivation, which I didn't do this morning because I was doing this. So it didn't really make any sense to me to do that this morning and then do this right afterwards. So I just decided to wait until this and get prepared for this. All right, Kat is here, Rasta Kaz is here, Harry is here, Rock and Rob is here, James is here, Carl is here, how you doing, buddy? Ren is here, Joseph is here, Mario, Christopher, Kyle, Chester, Tom, Keone, and perfect, all right, awesome. Well, before we get started, I just want to remind you that I've got a new guitar course out, it's called Melodic Soloing, and that's what we're sort of doing is celebrating that, and this is sort of adding a backbone to that guitar course as well, so you can use this. If you wind up getting the guitar course, you can always watch these, and this will help you fill in some of the spaces as well, okay? Hey, Dean from Newfoundland. That's awesome that you're here. Sebastian is here. So today, what we're going to do is I want to try and help you fill in the gaps from last Friday and then coming on Wednesday, our discussion on Wednesday. Today is going to kind of fill that space, and we're going to talk about some do's and some don'ts today of melodic soloing and using arpeggios. So what we're going to be talking about today is adding in some arpeggio ideas, but we're not really looking for like fast sweep sorts of things. That's a whole other conversation. We're just looking at trying to visualize some arpeggios and how we can use those and some of the traps that we want to watch out for. Hey, Terry, safe drive from India. Pav is here. Awesome. It's, <laughs> it's Stein time again. Very nice. All right, cool. Thank you, everybody. This is so awesome. I always look forward to hanging out with you. So this is great. All right. Perfect. Okay. So let's go ahead and start it. Without uh, further ado, I don't want to waste too much of your time. So the most important thing here is in order to really be able to visualize arpeggios and be able to utilize your fretboard effectively, one thing that I would highly recommend that you study is what we refer to as the caged chording system, if you've ever heard of that before. And I don't want to spend the whole time talking about the caged chording system, but I will introduce you a little bit to the idea so you can kind of see how this works and how important it may or may not be to you in your practice. And I know I mentioned this a little bit on Friday, but we're going to go into it a little more detail and I'm going to show you how you can utilize it and then how you can also avoid some traps with it as well. So with the cage chording system, if we look at those letters, C-A-G-E and D, okay, caged, what we're doing is we're taking the open chord shapes, C, A, G, E, and D, and we're connecting them together so they'll connect across the entire fretboard so you can play the same chord all the way across the guitar. So let me show you what I mean. Let's say I go to a C chord, 
just a regular old plain old C chord here. Okay, and let's say I know that C chord, and then I know the fifth string bar chord, and I know the sixth string bar chord, which many of you might know that, those three things, right? And you might know a lot more than that. I'm not trying to talk down to you, but at least we would know those if we know our sixth and fifth string bar chords. So what happens is we take the chords C, A, G, E, and D, and we utilize those five shapes across the entire fretboard. So if I was doing this off of C, what I'm gonna do, if we think about it, C is sitting right here, and I've got my C shape. So we're referring to these as shapes. So right here is my C chord, but I'm also using the actual C shape at the moment. So if I go to the third finger here, which is C, and I build the A shape, now that's the next thing to follow. Now, of course, that gives me a C fifth string bar chord you might know it as, but if you think about what you're really doing is you're playing the A shape with a bar in front of it. So this C, which is a C shape, and this C, which is an A shape, connect together. Now, if I did another chord, let's say, now again, I have to know where I'm going here, but let's say I went to a completely random chord. I went to F. Okay, so I know that is the A shape right here. Okay, well, if I look at where my first finger is right there, that note is F. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to build out the C chord right there, but now I have to put a bar in front of it because I'm not using the nut. So there's my F chord with the C shape and my F chord with the A shape. So what I want to do is just build this out with the chord C, just so you can see it across the fretboard and you can come back and watch this, maybe study your cage system. I have a guitar course called Cade Make Caged Made Easy, I think it's called. It's part of the, uh, the membership. If you go to, over to guitarzoom.com, you can get that and a bunch of other stuff. But what I would do is I would take the C chord, which is a C shape, and connect it to the C chord, which is an A shape. And then where this finger is, I'm going to bar over that, and I'm going to make a G chord, which is also, again, a C chord, but a G shape. And then where these two fingers are, I'm going to bar over that and make a C chord with the E shape. And then where my pinky is, I'm going to bar over that and I'm going to make a C chord with the D shape. So if you listen with your ears and not so much with your eyes, you'll see C. And if you get that idea, again, it requires some studying if you're completely new to this, but what's super cool about that is it enables you to play C from the zero fret all the way up to the 12th fret, and of course, then it would start all over. And you can do this with any chord. So that's how you kind of learn to travel around the fretboard, not in the motion of a scale, but in the motion of an arpeggio. And I always call this cutting or slicing through the strings, right? When we think of scales, we get that kind of sound. When we play arpeggios, oftentimes we're cutting or slicing through those strings to try and get a different kind of sound. So if I was playing a C chord, I get that kind of sound as opposed to, and I can learn to combine those two, which is what we really want to try and focus on today. Okay, so again, I know that's a little bit out there if you've never done this before, but hopefully that kind of makes sense. Cat says, love the new course. Thank you so much, Cat. Uh, Jimmy says, can hear you, but can't see you. That's got to be something on your side because everybody else is seeing me. So Dozer Bob, very nice. Okay, looks like we got a bunch of people here, so let's just keep going. So I'm using the same backing track that I used on Friday from Elevated Jam Tracks. And some of you were asking where it's from, and I actually have that right here. It's from 
Deep Atmospheric Ballads Collection Volume 2. <laughs> That's what it's called. It's called Deep Atmospheric Ballads Collection Volume 2. And the one I'm playing right now is called Dramatic Ethereal Ballad Guitar Backing Track in A. So all I do is I just randomly try and find a track where I go, hey, that sounds kind of good, and it'll fit what I'm trying to do, so here we go. Thank you again to Elevated Backing for the awesome track, and if you're looking for it, that's what you can look up, okay? So basically what I want to do, if you remember what we did on Friday, I had the chords A, D, F-sharp minor, and then back to D. And let's listen to a little bit of that track right now, okay? Let me rewind this. Later it changes a little bit, but let's just stay with what we've got right now. So using this idea of arpeggios or the cage system, what I want to do is start visualizing where to go. Now, if you've got your guitar handy, or if you watch this later and you've got your guitar along with you, you can kind of follow along with what I'm doing here. And remember, all this stuff's going to help you further down the line when we get into the melodic soloing course, okay? Let's say I was going to build an A chord in a very, just in one position. Again, I want to try and find my chords in a position so make it a little bit easier to so I don't have to navigate all over the fretboard I'm going to turn down that track just a little bit okay so let's say I was going to be right here on this six string bar chord right here which is technically an A chord but it's using the E shape okay so I'm just visualizing this A right there that's my A chord Okay, then I've got my D chord, which is going to be right underneath it. It's going to be the fifth string bar chord using the A shape. Okay, and then we've got F sharp minor. We have to plug in an F sharp minor somewhere. Well, I'm going to plug it in right here. And again, if you don't have your guitar, you can come back to this later and do this as well. So I'm going to go nine on the fifth string, seven, six, seven, five, and then nine. Okay, so I've got my A, my D, F sharp minor, and then back to the D. So one thing that you start trying to learn how to do, whether it's in one position on the guitar or all over the guitar, again, take on whatever battle you need to, you start trying to visualize some element of this. Now, be careful because as humans, a lot of us, certainly guitar players, we adopt this all-or-nothing attitude. Okay, I have to study all my scales, and I have to just study all my arpeggios, and my cage system, and all that, and I need to know it perfectly before I ever try and jam over something. So I'll see you in five years when I've memorized all this. That's kind of the all-or-nothing attitude. And I think those are wonderful goals, but in between now and then, you want to start learning how to create music. So even if you just had a little bit of all of those things, okay, and you could start adding in, like we talked about on Friday, if you could start adding in some phrasing, dynamics, different things like that, and start thinking about your motion, which is what we're going to be doing today, your movement across the fretboard, at least you can start making some music right now. I hope you're enjoying this episode so far and you're getting motivated to take your guitar playing to the next level. Please do me a favor and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It'll help the show grow and reach more rock stars like you who want to improve their guitar playing. 
Also, I'd love to know what parts of the episode you liked, as well as what you learned. So please share this podcast and tag us at guitarzoom.com on your social post. And now, let's get back to the podcast. And if you decide, hey, you know, I don't know much about this cage system, it's definitely something, or being able to visualize arpeggios across my fretboard, this is something I need to study. That's great. But remember, be a little careful that you don't go all or nothing, because if you do that, again, it's a wonderful thing to learn how to do that, but we want to make music right now as well. So let me show you that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the A and I'm just going to, instead of seeing the entire shape of all these, I just want to take a couple of strings and start exploring this. So if I just took maybe the top three strings and I saw the A chord sitting here, and then the D chord sitting here, and then the F sharp minor, and I have two notes on this string, and I really am going to utilize those, so I want to visualize that. And what I do is I start seeing similarities and differences between these three arpeggios that I'm looking at, the A, the D. So obviously right there, I see these two that are different between the A and the D. So those would be really nice notes to try and emphasize and maybe do something different with from the A to the D. And then F sharp minor comes along, and the F sharp minor offers us this note right here, which is C sharp. So I might want to utilize that as well. Now that C sharp works over A, but it doesn't work over D. So again, some of these notes work over each other and some of them don't. And it's okay to use the same note over two different chords, which we looked at on Friday in the last lesson, different kinds of things like that. But I just want you to start trying to think about real basic connectivity of seeing these three chords. Now you might not see them on, in this position, you might see them somewhere else. You might see them on different strings. You might see them on more strings. That's entirely up to you. I'm just trying to give you a template to begin and then start working your way out. So let's listen to the track a little bit here and then just start building something. So I'm going to rewind this a little bit and here we go. Or maybe I'll skip a string get this. F sharp minor, I've got D. Now you see I'm changing up the rhythm a little bit. Now, I'm trying to keep it very basic. And I'm not adding any scale elements yet, which we are going to get to. That's the next level that we're going to get today. But right now, I'm just trying to stay with just that. Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And make sure that you tune in tomorrow for the next part of this episode. And as always, stay positive and keep playing. If you enjoyed today's podcast and want to learn guitar even faster, go to guitarzoom.com and click the Get Started button to get access to courses that are right for your interest and skill level. Again, go to guitarzoom.com and click the Get Started button.